The Pinball Network is online. Launching The Pinball Show. Pinball is a game of skill. For some, it's a passion and a lifestyle. It's time for The Pinball Show. It's pinball with personality. We've got one hell of a podcast ready for you guys today at the Pinball Show, episode 16. We are your hosts, Zach Minnie, as well as my buddy, Dennis Creasel. Dennis, how's it hanging, bud? Everything's good. What are we going to talk about? I wish there were some news. Oh, finally we get news. We're going to try to give them a nice, quick, digestible podcast this week. Mm. Are you okay with that? Yeah, an aperitif. Yeah, what have you been up to? You got uh, you got turtles on your mind? Uh, there's always a twaddle in the world. Do you or like turtles? Twaddle. I mean, I've never had one as a pet. Really? I'm yeah. scared of them. Why? I, their mouths look like they could really, really hurt you. They can they, bite hard. Yeah, Little jaws. Know, the, the snapping yeah. turtles in particular are all vicious. Those things are ugly. They got like an overbite with that little point. I'm like, oh like a puncture but it's great because even really little kids can learn to identify them versus other turtles <laughs> friendlier turtles you only need a couple fingers billy oh dennis i am supposed to relay a correction from last episode our friend and correspondent craig bobby wanted to submit a little message for you okay mm-hmm. oh hey mr creasel it's uh craig bobby here Yeah, you know, the one that screwed up the Stern Pinside Top 100 the last two episodes. Anyway, I just wanted to quickly apologize for getting my countdown all turned around for a second time. Uh, Good news, I was only three quarters of the way through the revised countdown before you tried to set me straight again for the second time. Um, So, But anyway, my bad, and I'll hopefully get this thing right yet. Thanks, Mr. Creasel, and I hope you have a great show this week. Oh, and and P.S., I'm also a huge fan of Toad, so anyway, thank you. Poor Craig, he he sounded so sad, so sad. See, Dennis, I would you still see? just give up on doing the top list. I just think it's it's for the best. We're moving out of the total lockdown period regarding COVID, so in my view, we don't really need to go back and and bother with that. He probably will have news. He's got the turtles news. Uh, obviously, his support of Toad is understandable. Toad is and will always be the best. That is what Toad taught us, and that is what Toad knows. So anyway, but I, I'm glad he has recognized that Sega was an important part of that stern pinball history, and we must celebrate it, even if Starship Troopers isn't everyone's favorite game. Now you see, you both reached an understanding. Doesn't that feel good? I, sorry, hit the wrong button there. Ah, I, hold up. I'm having computer problems here. Wait, that's not on my end. Trending down this week, Craig Bobby Stern, Pinside Top 100. Hey, want to make a fun pinball countdown that's fun to listen to during a slow news week? Ho, 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 not so fast, smarty pants. Prepare for incoming torpedoes as Captain Den Den sails the seven seas of Nay, destroying all fun countdowns in his wake. <laughs> Hashtag shiver me timbers, Toad. <laughs> I guess being wrong doesn't matter anymore. It's just it's just about the fun. Y- y'all just y'all just go have fun now. Go have fun. It's okay. It's okay. We don't need to be accurate in pinball. No one cares. It's a fake hobby anyway. <laughs> Dennis, it's been a hell of a week, man. 
Has it? It sure has. Oh, uh, exciting. Yeah, last week we had Turtles announced by Stern Pinball, as we'll get into. That was a big happening, both as a hobbyist, and a podcaster, media person, as well as a distributor. So that was overwhelming. At the same time, uh, going back and forth on Facebook with individuals. I wasn't even going forth. I think I was just receiving. But that mm-hmm. was that was tough at times. We had poor John at Jack Bar. He had maybe maybe some issue with uh, something that I trended last week. Did you hear that? I understood your perspective. I didn't. I didn't agree with it, but you just said yeah. I articulated my stance at the on the episode, and I stand by my position. I still think I was my opinion was the right one. Is it though? Well, I don't know. It's your just opinion's opinion. always the right one. No, no, I I get things wrong, or I've changed my mind before on things. It's just to me, it wasn't really a big deal. Yeah, I I figured I'd take the time really quick to to clarify because if if we make mistakes, we like to clarify on the next episode. And uh, so what what went down, if you guys haven't listened to episode 15, is I trended down the idea that Jack Wernary from Jersey Jack Pinball giving away his Twippy Award for reasons... uh, Did you trend it down or did you trend it up? I did trend it up. You're right. Correction on that correction. I trended it up, the value of it, because he he was giving it to John from Jack Bar, and uh, Jack Bar, John was going to auction that off to help for funds to keep Jack Bar going in these difficult times, right? Yeah, so, that's my understanding. I, I, I didn't have any issue with Jack Barr. I didn't have any issue with John. Hell, if I was John, I said I would have done, done the same thing. You do anything to keep your business going, right? Maybe not anything, but you twippy. Yeah, heck yeah, that'll bring money. So no issue there. Never had any issue there. Uh, and I didn't, I mean, I was just questioning Jack Guarneri. It didn't, didn't feel good to me. And I gave my reasons why. I was trying to offer another uh, opinion, another alternate viewpoint for people to maybe consider. That's what I try to do here on the show. But John from Jack Barr, and I think I, I, I see his point, and that's why I wanted to bring it up real quick, Dennis. He got on Facebook and said, why do you hate Jack Barr? Why do you hate the Twippies? He was very upset. Um, and that fueled some feedback. And then from that feedback, um, me and John have been talking and wanted to let the audience know that, um, John and I are good. He said he overreacted. I could see where he comes from too, thinking that my statement on Jack Winery has an effect on him. And for that, I sincerely apologize. I had no intention on Jack Barr being negatively affected by this. My apologies there. It did kind of hurt Dennis because when he put that post up, People just assumed that I did say that I hated Jack Parr or they said that I was trying to take money out of this poor man's pockets. And I'm like, what the hell? I didn't say anything about Jack Parr. Yeah, but didn't like Jack Winery giving away a trophy. Sure, sure. But I I can see why. I mean, not all of them, maybe not even most of them would bother to go and listen to the podcast and try and find the part where it was discussed. And jeez. So, yeah, no, I could see why they'd get that. So that impression. was a mess. So, listener, viewer, sorry about that. I'm um, not sorry for market trends because that segment is awesome. Mm. But sorry sorry about um, if anybody listening thought that I was negatively going against Jack Barr. Totally not my intentions. That's why I did not make any statements uh, suggesting on the podcast that Jack Barr was in the right. Nothing like that. Then the very next day, Turtles gets announced. Booyah! <gasps> Is, oh my gosh, Dennis, this oh. thing. Everybody's going to have this. I'm sitting here. I'm, I'm My head's about to spin. I'm taking calls. I'm taking orders. I'm what, emailing does, do, are people. Are there people I'm that trying. actually want this game? 
Oh, I'm trying to create ads like for the distro. I want to record this next next time a big release comes out like this, just to see what my day is like. It was hell. And then I check on Facebook, make a couple ads here and there. Hey, order yours now. Here's what we've got, kind of thing. Then Jack Danger lost his damn mind with me on the thread that I'm trying to promote Stern Pinball products. It was one hell of a day. Oh, my poor wife. Oh, I, I did see that. I did read through that thread, on at least the one on pinball enthusiasts. Yeah. Wow. I'm like, Jack, yeah. what are you doing? What? We're, we're trying to promote and sell Stern products. Dude, what are you doing? Yeah. So... It seems like he's still after me. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah, I mean, I it wasn't professional. I've asked before, and um, I guess I'm asking here publicly again. Hopefully it'll stop with the harassment. But if it doesn't, as long as I continue to respect and support people, I should be fine. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. You should probably have uh, offer John on, on at some point, maybe, to talk about Jack Barr. You know what, Dennis? That is one hell of an idea. Let's do that now. On the phone live right now is the owner-operator of Jack Bar himself. It's John Ehrlich. Uh, John, did I mess up your last name at all? No, you got it right. Woohoo! Yeah, th- thanks for coming on. I wanted to uh, appreciate your time today. I thought, you know what, I've been, we've been chatting back and forth, and uh, we have a lot in common, and it seems like we'd be really, really good friends. So I thought, well, you know what, sounds like we had a bit of a disagreement there, and there was some flames and some fire from... <laughs> Every which way, some some not even from us. So, yeah. are you the owner operator of Jack Bar? I am. How long has Jack Bar been opening? Jack Bar has been open for seven years. 2013, we opened, and it oh, was wow. kind of a spinoff of another. Not so much as of a spinoff, but we had I had owned a skateboard shop in New York from mm. 2007 till 2015 called Reciprocal Skateboards, which a lot of pinballers would remember because it was a skate shop pinball arcade slash oh, nice. seven years and we hear the greatest things about jack bar especially i mean it's one of the pinball destinations not only in the country but the world people talk about jack bar so it shocked me and i was surprised to get the, some of the feedback that i got in reference to episode 15 of the pinball show but after t- taking a, a twenty thousand foot view i thought okay i yeah i get why some people were upset uh so Essentially, listeners, you guys know that what happened was on episode 15, I made a strong, uh, strong take as I typically do. I was having fun in pinball market trends, but a strong take about something that I I didn't agree with on uh, Jack Guarneri, uh, the founder of Jersey Jack Pinball. He made a decision I didn't didn't agree with, and I was pretty verbal and vocal about that. As a result, people interpreted it a different way, and that was likely because I wasn't the clearest about how I was presenting that. John from Jack Bar was the recipient of this this Twipia Award, and this was going to be very beneficial uh, to the Jack Bar cause of doing an auction and raising some money to keep your establishment going, which mm-hmm. I praise. I just didn't get a chance to praise it on the podcast, and I should have took time to do that, so for that I apologize, but... Um, Tell us a little bit about your take on this whenever you had to hear my loud mouth talking about all of this stuff going down. Well, I heard about it for the first time when I was, I guess you posted it, I guess you posted on a Sunday. Mm-hmm. Right. And then I, I guess I saw your post about it shortly after as I was scrolling through my news feed and the title of it said, <laughs> I don't give it away. Of an eBay auction <laughs> twippy. I knew that it had to be about us. 
and it was oh, news shit. to me. So obviously I listened mm-hmm. and I was dying to hear the take on that because I know it's a very odd thing to have auctioned off. Yeah, so good point. I figured, you know, maybe there could be more than one view on that. I was obviously hopeful that your view was that you supported it. <laughs> and I listened. And honestly, what I heard when I listened to it was Jack had no right to give the Twippy to Jack Barr. Jack Barr had no right to auction the Twippy. It doesn't belong to Jack. It belongs to the team. And I disagree with the entire thing. That's my mm-hmm. summary of what I heard. Before I wrote that post, I wrote Jack. And I was like, hey, did you hear this podcast? And he listened and was none too happy. And <laughs> I'd imagine, both, yeah. and, and I'll be honest, Zach, when I wrote that post, I mean, I, my blood wasn't boiling. I was, I was upset, you know. And I, I'm mm-hmm. like you, like I said in, 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 the, in the post, I'm a pa- in, or at least in the comment to, to the next day, I'm a passionate guy, too. I'm known for being outspoken. So well, I it makes you successful, respect. likely, yeah. Yeah, I respect that you are outspoken. It's the kind of thing that makes me want to listen to you. And quite frankly, that's the kind of people I associate with outside of my professional life. Yeah, passionate people. Yeah, I love it. To catch the listener up, um, John's referring to a post that you put on Facebook just to discuss it a little bit further, you know, tagging me saying, Zach, basically, what the hell is going on? Like, why why are you throwing everybody under the bus? This doesn't feel good. I'm just trying to save my establishment that I love and cherish, why would you be doing this kind of thing? Um, and it picked up a lot of comments. Yeah. Well, I mean, the way I worded it, and I really wanted to uh, say this to you. Um, the way I wrote that post, and this is the problem with Facebook or really any social media or, or mm-hmm. writing in general, even if it's just over text, is that things get lost in translation. Of course, know? yeah. So... When I wrote that, the way I worded it was, why do you hate Jack Barr? Why do you hate the Twippies? Why do you hate Jack? Blah, 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 blah. And mm-hmm. I went on a rant, and I purposely worded it that way because it was partially tongue-in-cheek, like, mm-hmm. to be like, to get your attention. You know what I mean? It, it, it works, the, yeah. open the conversation. <laughs> uh-huh. You know, and I knew that would get your attention. It would, it would open the conversation. I didn't, yeah, and I'm sorry for this. This is totally my fault. I did not think about or foresee that I could potentially like turn it into a super negative thing. You know what I mean? I thought we would talk it out like adults over the comments, maybe even bring it to private messenger, which we ultimately did. I didn't foresee Mm. the floodgates of comments that were going to come out of that, you know, especially the polarizing, (laughs) polarizing for sure. And I felt terrible about that. And I pretty much stayed out of those comments for the most part, because I realized that it was starting to get toxic and that's not my intentions at all. And that's why I ultimately pulled the post probably not soon enough to be quite honest. And that's why I commented in your post regarding the the turtles. The next day. I appreciated that. Yeah. Yeah, I meant that. I meant that. That was not my intention. I wasn't looking for anybody to say anything bad about you. I wasn't looking for any business or money to be lost as a result of that. And when I realized that I had caused that, I felt terrible about that. And I just quickly tried to reverse course. As there. you did, it's a, I think it's a direct reflection of you uh, 
as not only a business owner, but you as a human being. You uh, I, And I very much appreciate that. It sounded like, John, we were kind of in the same boat there where we presented our take on something, but it was taken in a way and you're like, whoa, 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 shit. That's not, uh, that's not what I'm wanting to do here. So I felt the same thing. Totally. And totally. my, my utmost sincerest apologies for, yeah, I was, I was, I was blinded, uh, by the light of that Twippy because I didn't think about, well, somebody might interpret this as me trying to, you know, poo poo Jack bars, uh, causes. And no, I, I've supported Jack Bar prior to uh, any of this. I support you guys afterwards. Like I said, it's one of the the destinations for pinball uh, and for hanging out in NYC, especially. So my apologies that you had to deal with any of this. It's it's very sad. Um, and just well, you know, thanks. this is what this yeah. turns into, man. It just you and I do disagree, and I think it's fine. We disagree on the actions and decisions from other people, and there's we nothing should. wrong with that. Yeah, we there's should. nothing wrong with that. It takes two sides to make a market. Absolutely. Absolutely. So that, that was good. And then we had the next day. Yeah. And the turtles you were alluding to coming in there and saying, guys, because Jack danger posted something, me trying to, I was trying to sell the turtles on the launch day. And he came in there saying, sticking up for, you know, you and Jack bar saying you shit on this guy. Why should anybody deal with you? And that was yeah. nasty and unwarranted. It just, yeah. Bad, and and, and some comments thing. followed there yeah. where I realized <laughs> the damage that had been done. And I tried as best I could. I'm sure I didn't undo all of it because that's impossible, but I, I did my best. And, I, and you know, reflecting on that, Zach, I looked back and I'm like, man, you know, I should have worded that original post so differently. Because, you know, like, I write it like I hear it in my head. And when if I was talking to you face to face, like, or, 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 you know, as we are right now or in person, mm -hmm. I would have been like, why do you hate Jack Barr? Like, totally tongue in cheek. You know, like, what's I'm your like, I didn't say anything about Jack Barr. Yeah. I love the Twippies. Yeah. And that's how I wrote it, how I heard it in my head, thinking that that kind of tone would come across. And of course, like so many instances in life, it came across as just, I'm super fucking pissed and fuck you. Yeah. You know, yeah. and that's not how I meant it. But I'll be honest, you should have come to us first. Yeah. No I doubt. You should have come to me. And or Jack and be like, hey, we're we're going to our podcast with this, you know, and, and, and you know, just to give us a heads up, or it, it, at best, give us a heads up. At worst, give us a chance to to comment. I, and I I completely uh, hear where you're coming from. I at that point, I didn't know. I wouldn't reached out to you because I wasn't saying anything about Jack Bar, so I wouldn't have thought, hey. I need to reach out to John or, and when it comes to the Jack thing, I was, that was the whole issue I had in, uh, you know, using it as a donation object, uh, without reaching out maybe to his team prior to. So, and that, you know, but well, yeah, hindsight 2020. Yeah, sure. Sure. And, and yeah, to your point, like Dennis said, well, Jack, I mean, and I appreciated Dennis sticking up for Jack Barr and saying, well, I don't blame Jack Barr for auctioning yeah. it. Yeah. And, Absolutely. you know, and to be honest, it was our, it was our most exciting item. Like it got mm -hmm. bid up really high. And then on top of that, like, even if somebody, even if that was too rich for somebody's blood for a piece of plastic, it, it drew eyeballs to our other. Yeah, it's still special. That's why I was yeah. passionate about it. And it was the one thing, and I'll tell you, you know, Jack was the first person to step up when, mm -hmm. when I even thought. 
Like I was so anti fundraiser. I was anti GoFundMe. I was anti selling my, you know, a lot of like unique stuff I've collected over the years. And my wife and other friends were like, you got to do it. You got to do it. Mm -hmm. And I resisted for months when I finally pulled, decided in my mind that I was going to do it. The first person I reached out to, because I always know how reliable he is, mm -hmm. is Jack. And I texted him and I said, Jack, any chance you'll donate some stuff for an auction I'm putting together to support Jack Bar? Jack called me. Mm -hmm. I'm not kidding. Ten seconds later, my phone rings, says Jack Winery on it. And he's like, I got you. I got a bunch of stuff. Like, didn't even hesitate. Didn't bother texting back. Just called me and mm -hmm. offered all the stuff. And he's like, I got some stuff. I probably have a play field. And I have a... He's like, I can give you my Twippy. I bet you people go crazy for that. That's all he was thinking is that would be a cool thing that's unique and nobody else would have you know and he was really just looking to help that's the reality mm -hmm. you know you know and i was amazed even though i know this about jack and just how quickly he jumped at the opportunity to do that we've heard those stories i mean he he has been very giving uh in the past and in the in the present too uh and yeah i would never never negate anything like that uh very he is very supportive to a lot of people, uh, and for that, I'm I'd, I'd always be thankful. Uh, you know, somebody in oh, pinball, how sure. supportive and giving he has been in many of these cases like this. All right, as we close up here, John, again, appreciate the time, but uh, also, you know, we're kind of in the same boat in a lot of ways too. We got we got these businesses that we're trying to run, and last couple months have just been they've been hell for us. I know they've been hell for you, man. So yeah, sure. let's, let's talk about real quickly. What can the pinball community and all the listeners here, what can we do to help assist Jack Parr? Because the last thing any of us want is this establishment to go away. So what can we do to help? What do you got going on, man? Maybe some gift certificates or something. Yeah. I appreciate you asking. I, I, you know, to be honest, we've gotten so much help. I'm like, I have this overwhelming guilt about it, you know? Um, though, though I know it was better than us closing. No, before, it's love. You but, don't feel guilt you know, out of love. Oh, yeah. yeah, but I've, I'm the type of guy that I've I've been financially independent since I'm like 14 years old. So to ask anybody for a dollar really like takes a lot. That's why it took me so long to do it. But um, when when it became do or die, um, we started this GoFundMe, which is, tons of people came out and helped us. I am so I can't express how grateful I am about that. And I started this eBay auction. Uh, Jack Barjohn is my handle on eBay. I've been okay. auctioning a whole bunch of cool stuff from Reciprocal Skateboards, my old business, and Jack Bar, and just things I've collected over the years. Everything from skateboards to cool pinball collectibles. Um, there's only a, like a fraction of them even listed yet, and there's a lot more to come. So people can Sweet. go check that stuff out and uh, feel free to bid on it. That's you know, really cool. And it was, so we've got uh, the Twippy did end up going to someone. You got some money for it, though, right? I got some money for it. Yes, good, I did. Good, good, good. Yeah. Okay. And then they can go to the auction on eBay. Uh, is the is the GoFundMe still rolling? Yeah, the GoFundMe is still Sweet. rolling. Okay. It's, yeah, it's uh, Shoot Again. It's a campaign to assist Jack Barr. All right. And that, that's the one that I was hard at. Like, auctioning stuff up. I didn't have so much of a problem with because despite the fact I didn't want to like give some of that stuff up, at least I'm giving people something for their money. People are getting cool shit. Me, was, <laughs> yeah. With the GoFundMe, it was more straight up a, a handout. You know, I felt like I should be wearing sunglasses and holding a tin cup <laughs> and a pencil. You know, right. so, so that one was more difficult for me. 
but it ended up working out and uh you know we've made like a month's expenses out of that that's thing, cool that's which really is cool. really sick you know so like between that and you know whatever i can scrounge together on my own uh we're gonna make it you know this pinball community I can't say everybody in it's awesome, but most people are so supportive, so awesome. And, you know, you, you, you talk about feeling bad, John, and the handout and stuff like that. Look, man, I can almost guarantee that you have made sacrifices for your business, if you're like me, that no one will ever know about that did not help your business, but you did it because it was right. And damn it, that's why the pinball community is helping you, man. So please, please accept it, listeners. Follow along. See if you can't do the GoFundMe or win something damn cool on eBay. I know that I'm going to be looking at those uh, auctions to see what I can get. And you can also, you know what, probably buy gift certificates from Jack Barr. How, how would they go about doing that, John? Well, they can go on our newly formed website, jackbarrbk.com. And okay. we have t-shirts for sale, which currently are local pickup only, unfortunately, just because I'm the only person running the ship right now including the little serving we can do so but once we get open again and fully staffed uh i'll be able to focus on shipping as well um because we're known for our, our jack bar yelp shirts that <laughs> i've seen them to be our our big thing and um i actually have two new designs Ooh. for the yelp shirts which will people will find out what they are when they're revealed um they are going into print this week and that means they should be available in about two weeks. One of them is a pandemic edition, and the other one is a standard edition. Right. Uh, I'm really excited about those. Those are going to be super cool. You buy shirts and, and gift certificates on the website, which they can buy both. You get to at least represent what you gave your money to. And yeah. I appreciate that a lot. You know, uh, it makes me proud to see somebody who lives halfway across the country wearing a, a Jack Bar shirt when I get a picture of that on Facebook or something. And I'm like, that's. That's like the most satisfying thing of what I do for a living is that right there. As it should be. They're awesome shirts. I talked to you offline. I, I think we need at some point we need a Jack Bar shirt that says, Zachary Minnie, why do you hate Jack Bar? <laughs> I think I think our listeners would love to purchase and support Jack Bar in that way as well. So just just I, consider it. I absolutely will consider that, you know, I think there's a, I think there is a, a market for it for sure. <laughs> oh, oh, believe me, there is, yeah. unfortunately. All right, John, I appreciate you coming on to, uh, to speak with me about this. It's nice to gain a friend after something that starts out as, uh, you know, potentially some conflict. So I appreciate sure. you being open to do that and, uh, everybody go out, support Jack Barr. Uh, my ass is going to support next time I come up there and uh, we're going to hang out. Sound good? I appreciate that. We'll take great care of you, I promise. Awesome. Thanks again, John. You got it. All right, sweet mother, Dennis. Let's get to these correspondents. Okay. Do we have to hear from Craig? Oh, especially Craig. He's your favorite. I've been warning all the other correspondents trying to get them to... Don't try to turn them on me. No, it's too late. <gasps> the coup is already in effect. You you won't know until the coup de grace is delivered. Ah, counter coup coming. It's time for TPN Industry News. Matt Morrison here with your Chicago Gaming Company update for the week. If you have a Medieval Madness remake, make sure and download the 3.0 version code update. 
especially if you're adding in the topper, the RGB lighting, or the extended display. It also fixes a bug preventing the custom logo installation on the machine. For more information on the custom logo, check out the Medieval Madness Remake Owners Club thread on Pinside. In other news, CGC has hired Butch Peel as lead service engineer. This went over very well on Pinside. Butch is known for working at Jersey Jack. He designed their manuals and was a huge help on the technical support side. And finally, as if Zach didn't have enough to do, and Dennis loved useless segments, we're going to bring back a Pinside classic, a poll on which game CGC should remake next from the Bally Williams era. I can give you a hint to what game I want to see remade. It's a Super Pin, and it's not Popeye. So be on the lookout for that poll, and be sure to vote. I'm Matt Morrison for CGC. See you next time. Hi, this is Ken Rudberg with your Jersey Jack update. The news coming out of Jersey Jack Pinball this week is the release of a teaser video on social media. The video is an 18-second clip of text on the screen that says, quote, You asked for innovation? We answered. Everything is about to change. Unquote. They then show a brief flash of each of their games, followed by question marks. Not surprisingly, there's a lot of discussion on Pinside about what these innovations could mean. Some are suggesting they may be Wi-Fi connectivity, while others are speculating about the next title, whether it's Guns N' Roses or something else. There's also been speculation about the timing of the release of this video, seeing as it aligns directly with the release of Stern's Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Hopefully all will be revealed soon. Jersey Jack also posted a photo of their shiny new sign outside their new factory in Elk Grove Village, Illinois. The photo had a caption saying, We look forward to showing you what's inside very soon. For the Pinball Show, this has been Ken Rudberg with your Jersey Jack update. Hello and welcome to this week's Spooky Haggis Industry Talk with Dr. John on the Pinball Show. This week, nothing much to report from Haggis as they're still waiting for parts to arrive from the US and Charlie is continuing to trickle Rick and Morty's out the door as allowed by his workspace regulations. Importantly, for those who own Alice Cooper, Pinside has recently posted a very helpful guide with a map to the monsters and the rooms and their access. If you go to page 96 of the Alice Cooper's Nightmare Castle Club on Pinside, you can get a full colored map with each room and which weapons are in each room for each monster to help you defeat them quicker. It adds another dimension to the game. And a quick nod to Stern Pinball with the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle co-op mode, which has been around since TNA in the spooky camp and is much loved and appreciated in those games. I look forward to seeing how it's implemented in the Turtles game. That's it for this week. Catch you all next week. Bye-bye. Hey, this is Kaz with an American Pinball Update. I was informed by Michael Grant that they have moved into their new facility and have resumed building Hot Wheels, and shipping begins in June. The team is very excited to get back to building games, and they are eager for everyone to finally play Hot Wheels. Programmer Joe Schober is very happy with how the code is shaping up and looking forward to everyone having fun playing Hot Wheels. For American Pinball, this is Brian Cosner. Turtle Power takes over Stern. Hey everyone, Craig here again, the Pinball Show's Stern News Correspondent. 
Well, as it turns out, the rumors were true. In the first weeks after turning the factory lights on, Stern does it again by wowing pinheads everywhere with those lovable and retro-themed reptiles, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yes, the John Borg-designed, Dwight Sullivan-coated, and Zombie Yeti signature art package pinball machine hit the internet like a radioactive turtle shell on fire last week. Leaked images of the TMNT circled the internet a mere 24 hours before the official Stern images and videos were released to the public. The leaks also triggered a wave of cease and desist orders from Stern headquarters to their ravenous fanbase and podcasters of anyone that posted the leaked images online prior to their official release. But beyond all that hullabaloo, many distributors were already reporting near or total sellouts of LE models only hours after the official release with the premium and pros also selling much better than expected, proving once again why the world's largest pinball company rarely misses with its industry-leading licenses, design themes, and game-delivering production schedule. With its bright and brilliantly detailed art package by Zombie Yeti, which pays homage to the 80s-style Ninja Turtles, the ever-popular fan-type table boasts some of the largest number of features seen in a new Stern release, including a player-controlled TMNT glider ball diverter, a magnetic pizza ball spinner, three flippers, three pop bumpers, three ramps, a Ninja Turtle van that enables a 6-8 multi-ball mode, a mechanical Krang toy, the original 1987 theme music, turtle cartoon animations, the list goes on, Zach and Dennis, and I'm sure you'll go through them all. Although no connectivity features have yet to be announced, TMNT has a new four-player co-op mode. Tired of always losing to Zach Dennis? Well, TMNT boasts a unique versus mode, allowing two versus two or one versus three gameplay options. Put all of those features together and you have some cowabunga staying power that is sure to make this new Stern title a classic for Turtle generations to come. That's all for this week. For The Pinball Show, I'm Craig Bobby. Catch you on the flip side. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles by Stern Pinball just released this week and it looks like the pros, Dennis, will be starting to ship mid-June to late June. Mm. The limited editions, uh, which were numbered to 500, will be, they're aiming, this is all tentative, but what they're aiming for is those to be uh, on the line and shipping at the end of June to beginning of July and then the premiums mid-July to end of July. That's going to be hard to accomplish because of how many sales I know this title is bringing Stern Pinball. So it's been do, doing well for you. It's been doing well for me. Yes, absolutely. Uh, okay. And, and it's okay. great because we needed it. Uh, the last couple of months have been tough for everybody. For dealers, it has been very tough as well. Uh, that's what I was talking to John Jack Bar about. I was like, man, I'm, I'm struggling too with you. I, I hear you. So this, is, you, um, this is welcomed, yes. Let me ask you before we get into the the, the game itself, how much mm-hmm. of that, Not, and I don't mean this in any way to put down on, on how the game looks or anything. Obviously, we haven't commented on that yet. But mm-hmm. how much of that, just those initial sales, that all that interest that you as a distributor have seen, do you think is derived from that everyone has been cooped up at home and we mm. haven't had any releases and people have really struggled to buy new inbox in particular because no one has been building and that all of that is just like coming to a head on turtles and just happened like this would have happened to any game that came out. It's the, it's a fantastic point, Dennis. I actually, I agree with you a hundred percent. I think that is a 
big, big factor here that uh, that we have to take into consideration. The big thing for me, I think this is a perfect storm that has brewed, and I think Stern Pinball, they know how to brew these storms. We have Turtles being a very, very desirable title and intellectual property, right? This hits right into the nostalgic factor as well as newer kids. There's still turtle stuff out there as an IP. So we got turtles. We got zombie yeti, zombie yeti art. People, especially collectors, are always craving that next zombie yeti art piece. Then we've got the return of Borg. And we know, hey, if Borg gets a third flipper, oh, maybe it's going to be like Tron. And then you get this big this big calm of the COVID for the last three months. You get that. People are craving to get back into arcades. And they're craving to get a new machine. What's going to be announced next? What is it? What is it? Boom. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. So, yes, I think it's a, uh, a concoction of different uh, storms. And it is, a, it is a big, big one. Now, this one, feel, it almost feels like, if we're talking distribution-wise, this feels like it did back when Jurassic Park came out. And I have been hearing some people, my sources from Stern, some some creators uh, from Stern Pinball have said, this one's, this one's going to be another special one. Hmm. Well, I think that it, I mean, obviously since Jurassic Park, we've really only had Stranger Things. And while mm-hmm. I, again, I've, I've still not seen the show, so sorry, Zach. But, uh, but my understanding is uh, the big difference that I would draw here is while Stranger Things as a show tries to push a lot of the nostalgia buttons, the show itself people don't have nostalgia for because it's too new. Whereas Turtles does point. have that nostalgia, just like Jurassic Park had a lot of nostalgia. Mm-hmm. Though Turtles is even older than Jurassic Park, or at least Jurassic Park films. I don't remember yes. when the novel was written, but. Will this be the greatest selling Stern of all time? What is the great? You know, we I don't, don't know. Think, uh, I know a lot of people think it was Metallica. Yeah, we don't know. ACDC was a big seller. Yeah, and that's, that's the one I used to always think was their biggest seller. But maybe Turtles. Lord of the Rings, of, do, Simpsons. Does this, does this end up trumping Jurassic Park in sales? Just that's what, if, if you would have asked me before I seen the game and seen the response that people were having, I would have said, absolutely not. It might be a hot title, but nothing has been Jurassic Park since I've done the business or maybe the hobby. Uh, Ghostbusters, mm. maybe. I mean, Jurassic Park was just gigantic, uh, pun intended. Jurassic Park was huge. But this one, this one's not surprising me fully. I knew it was going to be big. But I didn't expect orders, initial orders, to exceed even that, that what we received from Jurassic Park. One could argue wow. maybe my business is growing, and that's where you're seeing the growth. But I, I don't know. I had to uh, I had to order a lot of these, Dennis, so okay. I'm not well, sure. Good, good for Stern Pinball. Good, good for you. If we're taking a look at this, some first impressions. Let's just touch on, we don't have to go into a deep dive here, but just a couple things. Something that you really liked and are excited about, uh, and then I'll say mine, then something maybe you would have liked to see a little more attention on or you question a little bit. Well, uh, first thing is I'm always happy to see a pro model that has more than two flippers. Okay. And so I know we got that with Jurassic Park, but mm-hmm. I'm just, I'm, I'm glad that I'm starting to see it. It seems like more often now because there mm-hmm. was like this really long stretch after Star Trek where there just weren't more than two flippers on pros. Yeah. And I, so, which is good to me because that means if you've got more than two flippers, you're not a fan layout anymore. So, mm-hmm. so this does that kind of has that 
shot that kind of reminds me of of Tron. So that's interesting because uh, mm-hmm. Tron's a fun game. And to to your point there, that that third flipper has two very it looks very smooth, very well designed shots. One being that loop around, and one being that ramp that whips. Right, right, right. So so I think that's interesting. Uh, the geometry looks it looks you know it's familiar, but not. Again, it's not a fan, so it's it's different. I do. uh, I would. I actually like the idea. I know some people don't, but uh, I actually like the idea of of return of the magnetic spinning disc. Okay, which a la X Men is what I always think of. But obviously, you like that? Yeah, I do. I just think I think it's it's a really cool visual effect. We've got a case here where I think everyone, maybe not everyone, I think a lot of people going into this thought, oh, it's okay. So Borg's the designer, so there's going to be some center bash toy, and I think that the disc is actually more prominent given its what? placement there in the middle. You know what? I Yeah, I never even thought about that. Uh, when you hear John Borg, I did hear people saying, yeah, this thing's going to have a, a crang that you bash and stuff like that. I haven't thought about that until now after the release. Yeah, it doesn't have that big major bash toy. Huh, John, is this the evolution of Borgy? Oh, he's always had more diversity, I think, in his portfolio than people liked it. But you generally have to. He was doing a lot of bash toys for Stern. So wait a minute. But okay. you go further back. You talked about the Tron shots off that third flipper. Can we not uh, maybe maybe compare this to Tron? Because if you remember Dennis and Tron and listener, the central feature of what to quote unquote bash or hit to in the center was a spinning disc in Tron. So maybe when he goes spinning disc, he doesn't go bash toy. Interesting point, though. In in that case, if we're comparing to Tron, he's dramatically placed it in a different location. Yes. So because the recognizer was all the way in the back on Tron. And that was like a main feature, interactive feature. This is a pass through kind of feature until uh, it locks the balls for that X-Men spinning display. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, I don't visually. There's not. I don't have a thing I don't like that I see on it. Wow. I mean, there's just, there's not like a thing like, oh, God. I mean, uh, like the premium LE and a user-controlled diverter. I mean, mm-hmm. talk about a shadow throwback. I mean, yeah. we haven't seen that in a long, long time. So I think, well, I don't see anything on here that I would, on the hardware side that I look at and go, that's really innovative. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, maybe that would be the negative. Did you watch any of the official streams to see maybe something code-wise that you thought, eh? I I did of the premium. I guess mm-hmm. you I guess you didn't see me in the in the chat because I was the creative mind that saw the pizza eating mode with the action button. I said, no, I see what you uh, did I there. said Tie Fighter, more like Pie Fighter, and everyone oh, laughed because I was so clever. And then I was like, peace out, and I left. But yeah. but I did I did watch about uh, thirty minutes of the of the stream. I tried to log in, but I was banned from that oh. official. So you didn't see my reveal. Clip. Well, so. trust me, there were like at least four people in <sighs> chat that are like, "That's so funny." I'm like, "I know, that's what I do." My first impression: the damn thing is loaded, loaded. It's pouring out over the top. It's so loaded. When people talk about Stern, some of the nitpicks uh, people say are that yeah, they're kind of barren, right? We hear that word a lot, barren. Mm-hmm. Um, they're barren, especially pros usually. Especially pros, but when we well, look for at obvious this, reasons. yeah, when we look at this, we see wire forms everywhere. We see diverters. We see balls going into vans. We see loops. We see ramps. We, see, it's pretty loaded down. So I'm impressed with the layout. Um, I think that what catches me off guard in, in the best way, my first impressions after going through the seminar, learning more about it, is some of the unique features. 
Like, for example, we get an eight ball multi ball on the premium LE. When's the last time that's been done, Dennis? Eight ball, um, IJ4, maybe? Good call, maybe. Which was also a. Abomination. No, it's John Bork. <laughs> Yeah, no, I know, but not very many people are proud of how that one turned out. Okay, uh, yeah, it was a John Boyd's. Well, so we get eight ball, multi ball, like you said, mm-hmm. the the player controlled uh, ramp diverter. I love my Which, shadow. Now I, yeah, now I see the diverter on the pro, but I guess that's not player controlled on the pro. On the pro, it is not. It is not even a diverter. Oh, is it, it not? Is, no, what is it, it is not a diverter. It is a metal. Well, we'll call it a stopper. Uh, think of it as an up post. But okay. it's a bar because it has to be. It has to stop the ball on both ramps. Oh. So this is an opportunity for the coder to be able to tell you something. Huh. So the ball goes up, uh, the diverter comes down, stops the ball. You look up at the screen. It says, "Hey, you're getting ready to start, uh, a la Star Wars um, lightsaber battle, right? Um, mode's getting ready to start. It gives oh, okay. you. I it's see. telling you, hey." Hold up. So, no, the ball will not switch, which is also why in the pro you will not see the hang glider mode. Mm. Because that hang right, glider it's mode not a hang glider. Is, yeah, yep. Well, and because it doesn't, the ball doesn't divert right. uh, off the different. Okay. So, well, I like okay, that. I, I'll give yep. you a complaint then. Okay. I'll give you, I, I should remember this one. Here, here's a complaint I have with the premium LE model. Mm-hmm. Uh, the diverter control being the action button. It should be a button by the flipper. Oh, Dennis. I'm so, I'm sorry, but after seeing Jerry's Black Knight Sword of Rage button. put the Magna save in the middle, it just is too frustrating. Oh, stop! That's my. No, there you go. There's okay. my complaint. If, the, yeah, if you're going to go for that, I'd say that the Magna save when it's closer to the drain is a little tougher to hit quickly than middle of the ramp. But if the ramp's fast, yeah, you might have a point. You might have a point. What stuck out to me was that eight ball multi ball, the the van locking balls in it and stages. When when does that happen? Rum Stoker's Dracula, like the ball, you have to have three balls always staged in the van on the premium LE. That's, I, I like the thought of that. Nice job, mm. Stern. They're doing something a little bit different. And ultimately, I've got to give it up to my buddy, Dwight Sullivan. Whether it was his thought, a team's thought, I don't care whose thought it was, but he helped code it. The co-op modes and the different ways to play this game, Dennis. We have not seen that by Stern Pinball ever before. That's true, but obviously, given what we've seen from Multimorphic and Spooky, these are not innovations to the industry. No, not innovations, but they're now on games that have killer IP. I and I agree. I'm I'm really glad to see it. I think I think co-op mode that might actually be the greatest gift that Scott Denisi actually did for pinball was to introduce a co-op I love mode that in, a tra- in a traditional pinball machine, mm-hmm. and you know made it easy to start, easy to understand, and Especially for a hard game. And this game kind of looked hard to me. I think that it's yeah. nice to have a way to, you know, some people, fast. it's the it's the competitiveness in pinball that actually turns them off to it. Mm-hmm. And if you make it about a co-op experience, it's just, it's just different. So this seems I'm family friendly of a game. It seems welcoming to everybody. But what I love about the co-op mode is that it makes sense to the theme integration. There are four Ninja Turtles. You can play co-op and try to get through all of the battles and Dwight Sullivan said uh, listener that if one of the players in co-op mode gets to a wizard mode then everybody gets to experience that wizard mode Mm, yeah I did hear him say that they're just very smart I like things like that also I love that you can play two versus two and especially I love this this might be the smartest thing and I multimorphic Denise they might have done it as well but three on one Mm. makes more sense than I think most people realize. 
Yeah, I uh, TNA I don't think had three on one in it. Mm-hmm. I don't know the, if it's been added. I don't have the latest code installed still because I'm lazy. The reason being, I think three versus one, they they talked about it being the Keith Elwin mode. You get that one great player versus mm-hmm. No, I see this as one of the smartest coding decisions for hobbyists and home use players. And this is why, Dennis. It's because whenever people collect pinball machines, I know this is a hobbyist myself. Hell, I've got 15 machines here, and I'm the one that plays them 98% of the time. My kids like to flip around. My wife likes to, you know, when we have friends over, have a drink and play. That's fine. And she sits the damn bottle on my Pirates of the Caribbean, my jersey. To get, the, get the bottle off. Get it off. No, it's get the it. topper. God, get it off. Uh, so what I love about this, people aren't really talking about. I can now have three of my family members who are shitty at pinball but they're having fun bless them uh, and they can try to battle me who is i mean come on i have been to the final battle in the shadow not beating it but you know I'm going i just to have it. a view of you uh convincing them that the three-on-one will make it fair and then you slap all of them across the face i'm just like, <laughs> wow figuratively speaking <laughs> and i call protective services but i learned in indiana <laughs> they don't enforce it so no they don't <laughs> No, so I think that's just really smart. They now have a reason to compete with me, and that makes it fun. And I now have a reason to want my kids down playing pinball because, yeah, I, I've got a battle. Now yeah, i got a battle. I think it's really smart. What about the art, Dennis? We, we cannot brush over Zombie Yeti's yeah, package. He did, he did all right. He did. He's uh, got some. It looks like he might have some experience. This might not be his first art project. Might not be his first rodeo. Um, when the leaked pictures came out, and that's a whole nother story. Uh, they they looked a little rough. All right, colors. They always jack up colors and clarity on those leaked pictures, so you you hesitate, and I hesitate. I was like, wait, I don't I don't know if this is Zombie Yeti's best piece. But then once these high res pics came out. Yep, another masterpiece by him. There's not much to say when it comes to Zombie Yeti. He set the bar so high that it's only his to lose. And I, that seems harsh, and it seems like it's hard for him to deal with. But look, when you wear the crown as the king of pinball art, the current king and arguably one of the top three of all time, that, that's just your position, right? Your position is to only go down. So as long as he maintains and sustains this level of work that he puts in these pinball machines, he'll always be the king. Hmm. Wow. Wow. How about it? And the first time I seen the art package, especially the back glass, strong take, but I think this is, in certain parts of this art package, the best visual representation that the Ninja Turtles license has ever seen. Ever. Mm. And in particular, the Leonardo piece uh, front right in the middle of that pro. That is the that is the best artwork I've seen on Turtles, even better than the original. I know it's sacrilegious, but that is the best representation of what a Ninja Turtle needs to look like, especially in 2020. Mm. Yeah, so there's certain parts on here for me that that are that are visually better. They look better done than even even the artists themselves that developed uh, that developed Ninja Turtles. Some of it doesn't like lower play field, lower third, eh, with the characters in the middle, the a la Deadpool thing. People are loving that. You know, I can take it or leave it. The ones on the slings, turtles on the slings, and eh, take it or leave it. The pizza, eh, a little more. Look, I've got negative stuff, but some of that work is the best that Turtles has ever seen. My favorite is the drain and the baby turtles. 
Oh. Everyone loves those baby toitles. The happy one in the upper right. That's Michelangelo, slacker on his back. If I shipped you a, a baby turtle, would you nurture it? No, I'd probably free it. Would you feed him lettuce and baklava? I don't think they eat baklava, Zach. They might like baklava, thank you. Mm-hmm. Oh, but they eat pizza? Hey, they were mutated when they started eating that pizza. <laughs> Far out! Other things that I noted, Dennis, is the code when I was watching it. The code seems full. I was talking with Dwight, and he said that those extra couple months of quarantine were not great for the company or anything. But he said, when it comes to the coding team, it did help out a lot. You're going to see this thing just as close to 1.0 as any Stern machine has come out from the gate. Yeah, and that, and that does make sense. I had, I had hoped to see advanced coding Mm-hmm. Uh, given how long of a delay there's been, and I think that you did. They, yeah. I mean, that there were a lot of code discussion in the walkthrough on the premium uh, stream. So mm-hmm. I was like, okay, yeah, it sounds like the, the, this is in a really advanced state already, and yeah. I think that'll make people pretty happy it's, when they get it. I still, reasons. yeah, I, st- I think it's a sales point too. Again, per- part of that perfect storm. But I worry a bit about the complexity of that code. I, I, I've got to say, I mean, Why? I... W- well, because I am a, um, I'm a hobbyist that's not great at pinball, but I keep up on the code, uh, especially codes that don't rely on all these multipliers, but your, your different hurry up modes, your different mini modes, your, I can keep up. And it was, I, I was having trouble at times. I'm not going to lie. There's eight main modes. After four of them, you get to mini wizard. After another four, you get to the main wizard mode, but then there's an ultimate wizard mode. I like the tasks. Oh, Dwight, I'm in love with you. I like that you have to get so many tasks to get to the ultimate wizard mode, not just the modes. Thank you. But I don't know. I, I was like, well, this this guy's got this skill shot, but if you play co-op, then you can have you can have two skill shots because the other guy before you got this skill shot, and then you go into the hurry up mode. And the, uh, I, ooh, I don't know. Well, I don't know. Okay, I... I agree that it, it is on it is on the complex side. Gummy bears on pizzas. Well, I don't know why they went with gummy bears. Maybe there was something there that I, I don't remember from the show. But, okay, so the game's on the complex side, but it's not like that's unique. I mean, Jurassic Park with its, oh, well, here are the animals, and then there are the DNA strands, and then there's, mm-hmm. and then Star, Star Wars. I mean, we've had a lot of complex pinball games. I didn't think this was more complex than some of the other ones we've seen. I, the structure of it felt a lot more complex to me than even Star Wars. Hmm. Well, I mean, I, a, until I get hands-on with it, I, you know, it's hard to say. I, yeah. It was a lot to take in while he's trying to do the walkthrough. But I think that's, I mean, I always, I had the same thing when I had a, an area player walk me through his strategy on what, what did what on the new Jurassic Park game. And mm-hmm. I was just like, 45 seconds in, I was starting to no longer follow because I wasn't seeing what he was saying. Yeah. He was just like, and you shoot this and then you can be able and you can start your T-Rex multiball. <laughs> and then over here is the Raptor pit. And I don't recommend you shoot it, but you can get a multiball if you keep going for that. And it's like, okay, it was all right. But until I played it enough to really experience it, it's really hard for me to mentally piece it together. So great point. Yeah. And that's, hopefully that's just that's just what it is uh, maybe it was like because i didn't watch the pro stream maybe it was just a stream the stream is a damn mess i mean they tried to do the zoom stuff and, and get all of the developers in there but i i didn't know what the hell was going on and i hate i, I think that i think that's oh. i think just the fact that they had to be remote and the audio and was jack, cutting and jack out. dangers trying to listen uh, and he may have still had the audio and such but it's still it wasn't like Dwight couldn't just point and say, here's the spot that I you need to shoot. Because mm-hmm. there were parts where I could tell where they like Jack didn't know which ramp 
Dwight was initially referencing because yeah. they're, not, it's, they're not there in person. So, yeah, yeah that's going to make it hard for anyone. So maybe that was it. I, I didn't know what the hell was going on. I do want to give a shout-out to the uh, lead animations. This is something different and new. Joshua Clay, the the man is fantastic. Uh, he's multifaceted with his skill set and talent. He got lead on animations this time. Um, Chuck Ernst, I guess, is working with team on something else. But it's nice to see, again, some new blood. Josh has been there a little bit, but he does. Hell, that guy can do art. He can do animation. He can do design. He's he's incredible but shout out to him for the animations i'm still i like the animation. i need to yeah i need to see him in person there, there's i still wouldn't mind they keep doing 3d stuff i i wouldn't mind just give me a zombie yeti doing 2d illustrations and then animate those a I, I don't cartoon? Know. yeah that's give me those give me those. I mean, uh, g- given they what they did versus just showing clips from the old cartoon i thought it looked good but yeah give me clips too i like the original I figured stuff. you would. I'm okay without clips. But I don't you, remember the show well enough anymore to care. Some of the composition layouts of that animation is very, very smart, though. So I'm looking forward to that. And I did ask during the uh, distributor seminar, nobody asked about internet connectivity at the end of the discussion. So uh, your buddy, old Zach, said, hey, Gare, Gare Bear, Gary, sorry. Uh, no, no internet on this one. <laughs> Yeah, he said, no, uh, no, Zach, thanks for asking. But with all this stuff going on right now, development wise, we just we want to continue to focus on that uh, for a future release. Hmm. I think uh, this this made the most sense for Internet connectivity. But maybe, you know, as it was coming out, they still weren't where they needed to be. All speculation, of course, or I don't sure, know. Sure, but I, I think especially given that we saw a couple weeks ago, Multimorphic finally launched their mm-hmm. Internet based play that that innovation pressure that they need to not fall too far behind is I would yeah, think, swing. especially if uh, JJP's getting close to announcing. Yeah. I don't know that, but, yeah. but if that's the case, um, Absolutely. Oh, as I, as I look at, and I was starting to think of my favorite parts of the zombie Yeti Playfield artwork. I did identify another thing that I'm not a huge fan of, and I should have remembered okay. it because I knew this from the stream, those giant single stand-up targets for April and Lair. Yeah. Yeah. The, what, been I'm doing assuming leftovers from the Munsters run. Yeah, possibly. I don't know. I'm not. Uh, I'm not wild about them. I like drops. I don't like stand-up targets. No, you know I, what? I'm good with stand-ups, but I think they should be individual. I don't know. I've gotten to the point where, yeah, sure, individuals are a little bit better than the big ones, but the discrepancy between a stand-up to a drop target is much more substantial to me. I don't care enough. Mm. But what I do care about is the art packages, and believe it or not, I, of course I'm getting an LE. But um, of course, art package wise, back glass. I think the LE is my least favorite of the back glasses. Oh. I know, sounds crazy, but you you can't get an ugly turtles machine. All three art packages are stunning. There, what, what can we say negative about this game? I don't. It's going to be tough. And also, shout out to our friend Mark Silk. Voiceover mm. actor Mark Silk. He voices a lot of parts in this game. Now, you asked him about that, didn't you, Dennis? Uh, yeah, I did. Per your discussion, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, Dennis, but you said Mark Silk is the narration, which is actually Splinter. So he voiceovers Splinter. Casey Jones, our, our favorite hockey masked person. Vigilante, yeah. Vigilante. Baxter, Baxter's Fly, and the lovable Bebop and Rocksteady. Yeah, I, th- I think those were the ones he identified as being him. Mm. I, I noticed during the, the, I guess, the Splinter narration, I was like, that sounds like Mark Silk, kind of. Yeah, yeah. 
Only kinda, because he was he's changing his voice. It's tricky <laughs> like that. For further discussion on what the correspondence talked about, maybe we'll get a midweek show coming up this week with little Craig Bobby. There's your Pope, Craig. Really? <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, we were going to go into the next segment, but unfortunately, I was having some technical difficulties there. So my apologies to Dennis Creasel for that. He had to hop off and join the Eclectic Gamers podcast, his preferred podcast. So old side piece Zach's got to go solo for the rest of the time, so bear with me, everybody. Is that strange? Okay. Hello? Who the hell's calling me? It's Dennis. <laughs> It's clearly not Dennis. Oh, you've come back, Dennis. You've come back into my arms. Who in the hell is it? Is this Craig Bobby? It is. Is this How the Pinball Network's stern correspondent, Craig Bobby? Trending up this week. Oh, the saving grace in of the, the Pinball Show, episode 16. Craig Bobby. Oh, shake and bake. What are you up to, buddy? How are you? How are you? I love that you just called in. Perfect. <laughs> yeah. Well, I thought, what the hell? You know, I was I was getting a little lonely up here. Now that I've seen we've, we're we're putting Bob and Doug on the moon, it, it appears this uh, this oh, weekend. Yeah. So, man, you've been killing it on uh, pinball market trends as of late, as well as the correspondent spots. You've got to be considering your own show at some point, Craig Bobby. Come on, it's it's crossed my mind a couple times, Zach. <laughs> but I I know. See, the bar is so high, though. I'm not. I don't know if I can. I can quite get there. Well, it's yet, legal you know? up here in Canada, isn't it? Hey, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I don't know. I think the people the people want it, but until then, maybe they just uh, maybe they just settle for a little bit of. Oh, what's that? Oh, I hear it. Oh, it's coming from the the wood. Oh. I didn't say woods. Uh, I'm more intellectual. The wood is a plural piece there. Oh. Hold on, Craig Bobby. It's coming. It's the Pinball Show! Pinball Market Trends. That's right. And I've got a co-host for the Pinball Market Trends this week. Grab a jacket over there, my friend. Yep, the one that says TPN. The one, Yeah, bye, bye, bye. Uh-huh. You're 42 long, right, Craig? 40 regular, actually, just oh, for the record. 40 regular, actually. Don't you think people are actually going to send you jackets? Jesus. Put on the jacket because it's time for you to hop into the co-pilot seat of Pinball Market Trends. Are you ready? Ready to rock. This is a prestigious uh, opportunity here. Let's hope I'm, you don't fuck it up, Craig. I'm, <laughs> I am honored to be here. I'm honored to be here. Oh, right now, Dennis Creasel. <laughs> he's, he's picking every scab on his arm. Oh, he's like a, he's one of those nervous parrots that just keeps plucking their little feathers out. It's okay, Dennis. I'll be gentle with him. Oh, take a deep breath, Dennis. Pop one of those zannies. And let's enjoy the show. Training up this week is, uh, you know what? I was going to do turtles, but it makes more sense. Uh, over the last year or so, training up is amphibians in general. Or, or is it reptiles? Amphibia. What the hell is a turtle? An amphibian, reptile, dinosaurs, Jurassic Park. There's something there with reptiles, amphibians. I've become, all of a sudden, uh, Jeff Goldblum. Uh, and also, uh, so turtles, uh, dinosaurs, trolls, trolls, they're all part of the same family of amphibians or reptiles. I believe. Craig, what the hell is a turtle, a dinosaur, a troll? Aren't they the same thing genetically? They, uh, tr- yeah, you're, you're right. It, they, so. they probably stem from the same genetic material and they've been melded together at some well, point over time. Absolutely. I think if a, uh, a turtle had sex with a bird, they'd make a dinosaur. Isn't that how it works? <laughs> I think that's the, I think that's the, yes, that's the theory. 
and then whatever that animal shits out is a troll. I think that's how that worked. I don't know. I, I didn't do well in biology. That's why I'm a psychologist and not a physician. But uh, yeah, so training up is amphetamine, amphetamines. Well, hey, how whoa, about whoa. it? Whoa! Amphibians on amphetamines. Looking at the zombie Yeti artwork on Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Oh, it's been a long day, Craig Bobby. It's been a long day. It's okay. You can rest your head. You rest your head on my shoulder. It's all right. I'll I'll I'll, I'll take care of you. Good thing we padded that shoulder uh, jacket there. Man, I guess you have it's no underneath shoulders. my lumberjack one too, so it's nice and f- nice and fluffy. <clears throat> All right, Zach, I'm gonna give this a shot. Trending up this week, being a douchebag on social media. COVID nineteen <laughs> got you feeling a little down on your luck. Hey, why not become an internet troll? Yes, why not get everyone all riled up by criticizing, cajoling, calling people out with factless claims, leaking copyrighted material, and generally being douche-like? And you thought pinball was fun? Yes, welcome to the timeless fraternity of the internet troll. Hashtag Macho Nation rules. Oh, Craig, I liked that, but that was... That was strong, Craig. Well, this I is... I love it. <laughs> there's, there's a lot of pent-up, you know, frustration in there, I think. That's oh, where really? that one comes from. Do tell. From no, the... Don't, from the... Don't, don't. Please don't tell. Hey, we've all come up against them. We've all seen it. You know yeah. what I mean? Have we all come up against them, though? <laughs> Maybe some more than others. Also turning up this week is ooey gooey bugs. You like bugs? Well, there's a lot up here, that's for sure. Do they smell of maple leaves? Or marijuana? We're not quite sure. No, not just any bug, ladies and gentlemen. The Beatles! Right there. Turning up is Beatles toppers, baby! Because they can't sell quick enough! Yeah, Beatles toppers. I got some in recently. They were going to do that small run. I remember, Craig, you were reporting on that just a little bit. I was. Little bitty uh, run of Beatles toppers. Well, guess what? They've come and they've gone! So much for that. <laughs> People said, oh, Beatles topper? Ooh, that's beautiful. I'm going to buy, 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 And they bought the hell out of those things. I sold like 10 in one day. You know wow. the sound that people make whenever they slurp up that little noodle from their spaghetti? I do. Yeah. A spaghetti. That's what it said. And it whips them right in the nose. Yep. That's the sound they made when Beatles toppers were announced back in stock at Flipping Out Pinball. Beatles toppers, I, I think, are gone again. I don't. Maybe they still have them. Order direct from SternPinball.com now. It's a nice topper. I don't have any more. Where the hell are our other toppers at? Jeez. Are those shooter knobs back in stock yet? Oh, God, with the damn shooter knobs. I went on the Stern website the other day, and it looked like I could order one, but maybe maybe I'm wrong about that. It's It's a trap, Craig. It's crashing. It's crashing right now as people are running to the Stern website. It's a trap. They get you all hot and bothered. You go, you click on it. They let you add it to the cart, but then they say, nope, none in stock. Sorry. Trending up this week, choosing Toad on Mario Kart. Yes, why play the cool Yoshi, Bowser, or even Mario himself when you can play the laughable, lovable, and sometimes even snuggable Den Den's Toad? Watch out, Luigi Many. Hell hath no fury like a Den Den's Toad scorned. Hashtag Toad Moves Rule. Does uh, Dennis remind you of Toad? He corrected me, Toad still, sorry, but... Uh, I thought his impression of Toad was was spot on last week. It was very, it was shockingly good. So he's, I feel like he's, yeah, he's taken on 
that mantra almost. You know, mm-hmm. like he's really internalized it, which I which I'm. Yeah, who were you in Mario Kart? For. Did you ever play that game? I love. Yeah, I love Mario Kart. In fact, my what? daughter was just asking about playing it last night. Just <gasps> sheer coincidence. I'm more of a Yoshi Sweet. guy when when that when that Yoshi. you know when when yeah when you get to choose the things I like Yoshi. You do seem like a Yoshi. I'm like, uh, <laughs> yeah. I like that oh, dragon. Always there when you need him. Sometimes you got to feed that egg to make him pop out. You know, but you're gonna get gold because who does? Who wants to run around as Mario when you could be on Yoshi? I mean, yeah, am I right or exactly. am I right? Exactly. It's a long. Do you have a long tongue? I'm there. <laughs> Eat apples whole. <laughs> not, <Huh? laughs> yeah, not not lately. I always wonder what happens whenever they in Mario he eats the apple and you press down and like an egg comes out behind him. Well, what's the deal there? Or is that yeah, what is Yoshi's like Island? <laughs> That's Yoshi's Island. Very underrated game, by the way. Sorry, getting off track here. Unfortunately, Craggy. Can I call you Craigie? I don't know why. Yeah. I always think, every time I think of Craig and Craigie, I think of George Bush. Hey, we got Craigie. Life's okay when you got the Craigie. Ain't that right, Craigie? I Not going to do it. Ain't got no, was that. that, was that was that's, <laughs> that's the former. That's old Bush. Oh, that's the, that's right. You got to have a little, a little, um, a little pizzazz in the second Bush. He was trying to pick it up a little bit. Yeah, that's right. So he was more forceful, Craigie. All right. All right, I don't know. I don't do bushes, but let's do it. Okay. <clears throat> Unfortunately, Craigie, trending down this week is... Oh, I don't want to report this. How dare you, market trends? Numbers don't lie. I only report the facts, and the facts say the stranger it? things. Stranger, oh. Yeah. Damn it. Shit. Yep, stranger things trending down. You want a host that is heartbroken. I see it. Fine. Sell them cheap. I don't care what the hell. Not that I have any in the box waiting in inventory. Stranger How down things, is it? Yeah, on secondary market, uh, you pick it. Pro, premium, LE, they're all down. Uh, pros oh, right God. now, oh, five grand for like a mint pro? What? Yeah, I know. Well, those are American dollars. U.S. dollars there, Craig. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was getting out my wallet. I was like, shit, I got $20. No, nope, that's not going to cut it. <laughs> that converts over Looney Tunes wise, doesn't it? And now what you go, what do you guys use? Ruples? What is it? Rupees? <laughs> it feels like it. It feels like know. we are. Hey, I'm not going to hate on Canada right now because uh, I might move there here soon. <laughs> Things don't change around here. You guys got room up there in the great up north? We've always Pearl got Zach? room. We- We've always got room, especially if you come bearing pinball pinball machines. The way the the red oh, carpet just gets oh, rolled out. Maybe I'll start distribution up there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there are like three distributors up in that whole country. <laughs> it feels like it most days. I w- look. I will deploy all of the damn huskies that we need uh, on these sleds to get these games to people. That's just who I am. <laughs> Mush. Isn't that how you guys get around to work? I think. I don't know. Where would I live, Craig Bobby, if I were to live? A good place for me. Saskatchewan? Where would I live? Yeah, they're always looking for people out there. In, in Manitoba? The Is that a yeah, place? Manitoba. It sounds like a place. The Maritimes? Well, let me think about this because David Dennis is out there and so is Orbital Albert, oh, I think. Far so away that, from David Dennis. Yeah, go to the other side. Go, I don't know. Go, I kind of, uh, I, uh, I like uh, Orby's style. So maybe, maybe right next to him, milking his goats. 
He's like, Zach, what are you doing? No, don't mind me. Just topping off the old cereal there, Orbs. Is he on a farm? <laughs> Is that what I heard? Is he on yes. a farm? Is that where the goat thing came from? Yeah. If you listen carefully, you can hear them in the background when he's okay. recording a podcast. Vancouver? Well, Vancouver seems a little far. It's a bit rainy out there. Of Sad. course, anybody on the West Coast is like, it's not like it's rainy. We got the mountains. I'm like, well. John Denver was full of shit. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but turning down to Stranger Things, I don't know how we got off on that tangent. Pros, you're going to find about $5,000 in their damn near new premiums. You're going to find, oh, geez, like, I don't know, 68 to 7000 These things are like 75, 76 new. Maybe even lower than that. Uh, LEs, I just seen an LE list for $8,000. These are $9,000 games. And the guy couldn't have had it for like a, a couple months. So they're down How many right did they now. do of that LE? Was it 500 or 1,000 or 15? Thanks What'd for they do? putting me on the spot there without... <laughs> it's 500. 500. But mark my word, Craig Bobby, I've said it before. And as every code update comes in and makes this game even better, I'll say it again. Just wait. Why do we get about 0.96 and you all are going to, you guys are going to be craving a little Stranger Things. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. Maybe everybody's on Turtles now. Who knows? Do you still have your Stranger Things? Hell yeah, I do. Okay. Got rid of a lot of games, Craig Bobby. You are going to say I sold it last week. Sold it. <laughs> I don't want to lose my ass. Just before it started trading down. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Sorry, new buyer. Yeah. You got to watch those markets. That's right. <laughs> Hashtag fail. Anytime they send a, uh, a pinball machine over the border, uh, check the number of plays you have on it when you when you actually get it in your home and turn it on because mm-hmm. I think the border guards play them as they as they come through. Like, really? You said this was brand new. It's got 100 plays on it. Wow. Well, they had to open it up and they had to See? You know, make sure there's no drugs in the boxes anywhere. That'd be a good place for crack. <laughs> Try shipping yourself up in one and we'll find out. <laughs> Man, that would be a great video. It's me live in a box. <laughs> be fragile. We could put a little uh, a little uh, GoPro on you there and just let it rip, you know? Streaming live crossing the border. That wouldn't be very good. But what would be good is if you guys took advantage of this week's Pinball Market Trends Deal of the Week. Bye, bye, bye. Take notes. Because this Deal of the Week, this week, is from Trich Storm. Tri- T. Rich Storm or Rich's Torm. How do you spell that? I'm getting my pin out here. Hold on. T-R-I-C-H. Trich. Stop being such a Trich. Storm. <laughs> You oh, son of man. a trich. Yeah, I just thought of so many things. They're really angry. Watch out for the trich storm coming tonight. No, trich storm out of West Greenwich, Rhode Island. West Greenwich, Rhode Island. Well, this, I can't have this, but this is a radical that's up for sale on Pinside. Excellent example of a Bally radical, one of the greatest System 11s ever made. Those are my words, not theirs. Everything works. Thanks. No playfield wear. Well, that's good. And even the cabinet is in nice sh- Even the cabinet's in nice shape, I Jeez. tell you. Now, I hate when people do this. Pick's coming. What the? Then yeah, don't what? post it. Pick's coming. What a tease. Rhode Islanders are teases. 
Mm-hmm. 3850 seems high, but it's hard to find radicals. And if this guy is not full of malarkey and there is no playfield wear, which I have a hard time believing, no playfield wear. No is pretty absolute there, Bobby Man. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Say, I don't I, know. Yeah, for a game of that, unless they got it completely protected, which he mm-hmm. didn't say. So. He didn't Mylar up. He didn't say that. I'm pretty sure everybody does says that. No picks, but if this is true, 3850. Bye bye bye. Yeah, pretty this radical. is a bye bye bye. <laughs> oh, all right, Craig Bobby, how does it feel to be on? How does it feel to be on this side of the uh, the official desk now? This is exciting. Yeah, this is very exciting. Okay. And and I'm in my favorite trend. So, or I shouldn't say favorite trend. I'm in my favorite segment of the show. <gasps> I know it's Dennis's favorite. So it's my, it. it's my favorite. Hey, I got the Jibo tattoo, and he's thinking about the Pinball Market Trends tattoo. I would honestly pay that man $1,000 if he got Pinball Market Trends anywhere on his body. <laughs> Maybe on his tum-tum, it says training yeah. up. <laughs> Dennis, let's make it happen. Listeners out there, if you guys want to get a tattoo of Pinball Market Trends on you anywhere, I would be indebted to you. Just saying. That would be funny. But I am indebted to a lot of people because of viewer trends. Let's transition over to a little pinball market trends, viewer trends. Now, typically, this is where I have your gold. But uh, Mm. you've given us your gold as part of... uh, Now, you're going to have to keep the jacket here when you leave. But, uh, you know, at least we got your size right. Now, we do have a viewer trend here. Yeah, yeah, let's hear it. Here's the deal. You're on this side, so... You know, you gotta offer some advice. You gotta help okay. these people out. You gotta, you gotta rate whether or not pass or fail here. Got it. I'm all ears. And these viewer trends come from our buddy Michael Winnie, my little poop bear. Yeah, maybe it's Win Winnie. I don't know. Dakota Mike, thanks for the submission. Let's see what you got, buddy. Trending up this week is attempting to record viewer trends in your car on the way home from picking up a brand new pin. But trending down is giving up because of wind and road noise. Boo hoo. <laughs> trending up this week is lighting the extra ball insert. Ooh, the hope and the anticipation. But trending down this week is collecting the light but then immediately draining. What a waste. That's like my entire pinball history right there. That is. A, I like that his take on viewer trends is more a, a causal and effect kind mm-hmm. of relationship. I kind of like it. Let's keep going. All right. And trending even farther down is never collecting the extra ball at all. Is there a worse feeling in the world than an uncollected extra ball? I don't think so. <laughs> trending up this week is making a tricky ramp shot from an upper flipper. Ooh, the satisfaction. <laughs> trending down this week are burned out insert lights. Oh man, isn't it awful when you see that lamp that should be lit and it's not? And you can't stop thinking about it, can you? And that light show sweeps through, and there's that little black circle on your play field, and it's like a black circle on your heart. <laughs> a bulb that you know should be on, and it's not. It eats away at your very soul. <laughs> but hey, trending up is finally replacing that burned-out lamp, and <laughs> oh man, every bulb and lamp in my pinball machine is working? Oh, I can rest easy. <laughs> Jesus, a so, journey. So it sounds to me like Mike is uh, really struggling himself with them damn bulbs. <laughs> Like, well, it can be very healing doing these trends, you know. I, I can hear right. the healing in his voice as he goes through that. So he's yeah. working through it. He's working through I, it. I think it's fantastic. What? Oh, shit. We got more. Just a minute. Okay. Oh, jeez. I All thought right. he was still stuck on that light bulb. Sorry, Mike. Trending down this week is Monday Night Pinball. 
Hey, flipping out, where are you at? Ah! I never know when you're gonna be on these days. But trending up this week is making your teenager stream for you, so you don't have to. That's brains right there. Oh, I seen what you did there. Okay, all right. Is that a dig at you? Is he digging <laughs> at you? I think a little dig at me. Jeez, he's turning. I know, he's already turning. I think Dennis has gotten to him. <gasps> what if he tries to sabotage this damn segment with the use of viewer trends? Dennis? Dennis? Dan, Dan. Trending up this week is attempting to drive safely through a construction zone while maintaining the appropriate speed limit. Trending down this week is people riding your ass while you're doing it. <laughs> hey, guy, we're down to one lane. Fines are double, and there's a tractor trailer 100 yards in front of me. Where are you going to go, guy? Why don't you back up a little, please? <laughs> okay. <laughs> hey, guy. Like, he seems like a really sweet man that uh, brewing deep beneath is a, uh, is a type of yes. aggression that only pinball market trends will uncover. So, okay. Now, there should, there should be a sign. You know how there's like a sign that says that says you've seen them a thousand times saying "baby on board" or whatever. Should, yeah. There should be one that says like "pin pinball on board" or something. You know, that's that, right. Like, gets people to move back. Come on, market market trends on board. I could be recording. Yeah, I <laughs> I think right. that um, a recording light flashing. <laughs> <laughs> I love Mike, but. Uh, yeah, I think market trends might bring out the worst in them here soon. We're going to continue, but at this point, I hope that there isn't uh, an illegal aggressive act uh, that goes forth. But yes, that finishes this. I'm, I'm, I'm struggling. Would we, be, would we be held responsible for that? I wonder. Uh, numbers don't lie. Uh, no, facts are facts. We only report the facts here. It's his, it's his ass. Thank you very much. Not mine. Trending up this week is people selling beautifully restored or hardtop playfields that play great. But trending down this week is selling those same playfields inside a cab that looks like someone took a cheese grater to it. Hey, buddy, did you forget that that beautiful playfield sits inside a wooden box that people have to look at and touch? Come on now, guy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Come on now, guy. Oh, I love that. Oh, I like, bravo. We're, we're like a front row seat to his internal dialogue here. I like that. See how fun this is? Yeah, Dakota Mike, bravo. Nicely done. I'm going to give you really good. Yep. not I'm only a passing grade, but... Pop it out. Yeah, absolutely. You get, a, uh, you get an A in my book there. And those aren't inflated straight down the middle scores. That is a genuine A. Nicely done, my friend. Uh, you know, maybe maybe uh, do some some uh, breathing techniques there. A little Kama Sutra. Oh, no, that's, uh, that's not Kama Sutra. Well, you can do that to relieve a little stress. I was thinking about... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I'm thinking yoga, <laughs> yeah, not Kama Sutra. Man. Well, Downward Dog is, let's be fair. I think it was first seen in Kama Sutra. But uh, <laughs> yeah, it's just me. I don't know. Dakota Mike, take a chill pill. I could, I could feel it brewing there, buddy. Dakota Mike. He's so north, he's almost Canadian. That's how you Canadians do it. Like, hey, he's... right in my butt there, guy. Right. Hey, <laughs> maybe watch it there. You See my brake lights? a little bit. Yeah, politely, you know, Come on, not hey. to, yeah, not to start a commotion, but uh, yeah, maybe some coffee. We can talk about it. Let's pull over here. And the Tim Hortons parking lot. Well, <laughs> well, we we can work this out. I don't appreciate it, but hey, guy, you know, I'm open. I'm open to your thoughts regarding how how tightly you were you were packed into my ass there. Oh, Craig Bobby. See, I'm too I, I'm too close to this. I feel like I can't even imitate it because I'm like, how do I? Uh, anyway. I can. I do it all the time on a talk <laughs> like this. You did the whole thing. Absolutely. I do bush. 
And you thought it was an old man ain't gonna die. Not today. Not today, Craig Bobby. Is the pinball <laughs> Market Trends! Mm. I like that. <laughs> and <then> the disgust <laughs> at the end. Maybe that was too loud. No, it's never too loud. This is too loud. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that was episode 16 of the Pinball Show with yours truly, with Dennis Creasel, with John Ehrlich, and with Craig Bobby. Shake and bake, baby. Anytime, Zach. Happy to be here. This is great. If you want to reach out to the Pinball Show, you can do so by emailing thepinballnetwork at gmail.com. Follow us on Facebook, if you dare. Follow us on YouTube. Rate us on iTunes or your favorite your favorite review catcher. I like saying that. Uh, website, thepinballnetwork.net. Or you can email Dennis. You know where to find him on his, you know, the other... Hey, Dennis, where are you? Where are you, Dennis? Does. Yeah, Dennis. Din Din. We know you're in there. One day I hope that Dennis is over for dinner and I can say, Din Din. Din Din. <laughs> We're having your favorite. Black-eyed peas and baklava. <laughs> or whatever shit he eats. Kale-wrapped asparagus. I picture Dennis to be a real, like, it's steak and potatoes... It's pretty. I don't right down the middle. That's too yummy for him. Now, I'm sure anything that's that. bitter, like black licorice and old bread or something. That's just what I picture him eating, and he nibbles on it like yes. Pea soup, mm. pea soup, and a chunk of bread. Yeah, pea soup, and he dips it, and he's like, oh, so satisfying. Let's just email Dennis at EGP <laughs> for the love of God. We love you, Dennis. Oh, I do love that man way more than he'll ever love me. Also check us out at Straight Down the Middle of Pinball Show, where I, myself, and Greg Bone, they, we just did a new episode, episode 109, A Stranger Things Review. Yes. Check that out. That was really that was really well done. And I've got to point you guys over to uh, a piece done by This American Pinball, Joshua Jacobs. He did an episode on uh, the first reactions on Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and he also has included another rendition of Inside the Podcaster Studio. He did the initial one with Dennis Creasel. He did this one with myself, and I will say in all seriousness, it was a very real interview, and I spoke and discussed a lot of things, pretty deep stuff in there. So, uh, yeah, for another side of me, a more a more intellectual and psychologically minded side, uh, I give a lot of opinions. You got that on side things. to you? It's in there, baby. Jeez. It's in there. It's usually nine to five, but it's in there. Wow. Uh huh. Have fun on the weekends. Woo! But yeah, go over to this American Pinball. Check that episode out. Give me some feedback. Also, if you're looking for a brand new pinball machine, you're ready for some turtles. And who isn't? Who isn't? I mean, come on. And you're not in Canada. Then call us at the. <laughs> then call us at Flipping Out Pinball. <laughs> You can go to FlippinOutPinball.com, email me at Zach, Z-A-C-H, at flip, the letter in, out, pinball.com, or call me on the telefono, 812-457-9711, or get you an Escalera. If you need to get the turtles up or down some stairs, across the football field, Escalera it is. Up the side of a mountain. Escalera can do it. If you're in Canada, Jeez. yeah, we'll, we'll Escalera that thing up. <laughs> and that how you guys... Isn't that how you guys get to work? Pretty much, yeah. yeah. Is, that, is that Switzerland? I don't know maps. A lot of cool stuff from the Pinball Network this past week and a lot more cool stuff this following week. 
We still didn't make those TPN streaming affiliate announcements. Those are still coming, as well as just another Pinball Podcast, Episode 3. Hopefully, fingies are crossed for Craig Bobby to be jumping in at some point, giving us a beautiful rendition of maybe the midweek show. Ooh. Check your local listings. Oh, yeah. little maybe, little shout out there. We'll see. Maybe it's the a producers week, maybe are it's hard at work up here. <clears throat> maybe it's a year from now. Who knows? But maybe it's coming. <laughs> be patient, everybody. Just be patient. We're also going to get a, another episode of Orby's Top 3. And speaking of Orby, if you guys have not checked out the Pinball Nerds podcast, holy moly. He wow, takes is a he couple, on fire. A couple strong takes this last week. A couple episodes ago. rolling. Wowzers. I love it. I'm not going to yeah. lie. I love it. Go check Gun that shows. episode now. Now for hashtag woke, hashtag truth, and make sure to donate and help to Jack Barr. For Craig, Bobby, and Dennis Creasel, I am Zach Many. Always practice safe pinball, Zach. No, uh, wait, wait. No, you don't get to do that yet. <laughs> yeah. Give them an oh, inch and they take something? a mile. Shit. Did I step in it a little bit? Damn. Sorry. Always practice safe pinball. It doesn't even feel as good anymore. Damn it. <laughs> and Jack Bar up. Catch you on the flip side. Also training up this week are bugs, just bugs in general. Not just bugs in general. <laughs> okay. uh, let me do that again. What were the bugs? What were you trying to do with bugs? Yeah. <laughs>